so in a break from tradition, we're actually recording this on a Saturday rather than a Sunday. Indeed. Which means we're usually a little bit brighter on a, on a Saturday afternoon as we are on a Sunday morning. Mm. But also, obviously, we're recording this from the fortress. Yes. You can tell we're recording this from the fortress because it's got that echoey sound to it. Yes. There's it's weird stuff going on in the background. High yeah, ceilings. and there's the driving rain and the lightning outside. And anyway, mm. we only you should getting in. Are you okay getting in today? I mean, the van, the van was great, but um, why the sack that over the head? Uh, that was se- like not, not the best. It's a security measure. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. So okay, right? Should we crack on? Yeah. Cool. Let's go. Welcome to the May podcast. Still May. Excellent. Not May, May yet, actually, as we record, but will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, don't, don't. It's already too difficult. Welcome to the May podcast. We've got a fair bit to cover, but the first thing we've got to do is address the fact that between the rec- the music break, there's been 10 minutes of the two of us been ranting about all various online security breaches and Facebooks and all that kind of stuff, because we're both quite IT savvy. Slash... Tinfoil hat wearing. Tinfoil hat wearing, nauseous. So I was just mentioning the fact that obviously I have shut down, well, obviously people who don't know me, my I've got rid of my Facebook um, account, which has also mean that I can't go into the Facebook page with Fantasy Film League. And I think... Leaving it to me. The man who logs into Facebook once every four months. Exactly. So we're (laughs) going to shut down the Facebook Fantasy Film League page. Yep. Um... We have in a kind of howl nine thousand yeah, daisy daisy on, kind of way. We're on Discord and I'm on Twitter. The only reason I'm on Twitter at Mr. Birch FFL is to deal with all FFL inquiries. I am not on Twitter in my normal It is your FFL persona it's only. It's my FFL persona only. I don't use it for personal yep. or for work. I just do it for for FFL stuff. Yep. So at the end of the thing we always do sign off and we always say you can get us something. You can now just we'll do this at the beginning. Yep. Discord is the best way of getting hold of us. It's permanently on, on my devices. Twitter is an excellent way of getting hold of me because it's pretty much always on and pings and stuff. Or you can email me at mr.birch at fantasyfilmleague.com. I have access to the Whopper direct or the Whopper web front end type thing, so I can add in people actually on the fly, which is you are really an administrator really good. of the yes. Whopper. Yes, so I can actually log in from from a a, a non secured Faraday caged unlike the old days where we had to like you had to go down the elevator. Yeah, and then you had to do the biometric key thing scans, and, the things, and then yeah. you always had to make sure the Tom Cruise yeah. was hanging from the ceiling yeah. when you were doing now, your work. Now it's totally open for hacking oh, by Russians oh, yeah. or, or Chinese. Or oh yeah, totally correct because yeah, yeah, that's all it's all about. Yeah. But yeah, so just a word: if you have in the last couple of weeks posted something up on the Facebook page and no one's replied, it's because I ain't listening anymore. So apologies yeah. if. Yeah, I will be going in. Away. I will be going in in the near future to turn off the lights, box up the the last few bits and pieces that are there, and then uh, also the, delete my Facebook stop, account. Stop the station from spinning. Exactly. Head home. Exactly. Cool. Nice one. Right. Uh, we got a fair bit to cover. Shall we just crack on? Yes. Did it? 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 This is the news. But sorry, before you start, I love the fact 
that months and months ago we recorded the This Is Your N- the News intro sting. Yeah, but years we, ago, maybe. Years ago. But we still have to sing it every single time. Every so every time Wilson edits this, he time. gets another version of us going da 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 because we just have to do it. Yeah, it's tradition. So what's been going on in the game? Okay, so uh, some some months ago now, we introduced uh, awards into the game. Uh, so as you get these uh, achievements slash trophies as you go on, you can listen to a, pot, a past podcast. To, I've had uh, some really good fun hiding trophies in the system, and I will be hiding loads more. Tell me that everyone's found them. No, no, one's some of them, some of them are as yet un, unfound. Some of them are, and some are not. Uh, I'll mention one of them. Uh, no, okay. two of them uh, in this update. But what uh, what Spoiler I wanted to alert. go through, what I wanted to go through was, well, maybe I'll announce them. I haven't decided. No, well, let's, let's let's see how it goes. Um, wanted to sort of talk about who's got the most awards, not because I'm in that list. Or anything, <laughs> oh God! But, okay, uh, you know, I thought right, it might be quite good to go I see, I see that you've sent me a spreadsheet here. Yes, so let's have a look. Of course, oh, all look the best at you, things are in spreadsheets. Someone's not got bad. twelve. So someone's thought, got twelve awards. I thought we would go through everyone who's got ten or more awards. Um, in fact, in the system as a whole, 600 awards have been given out, which is wow. like, pretty good. So what's been, what's been the most the most awarded award? The most awarded award, perhaps unsurprisingly, is the award for entering a fantasy film. Which is Here We Go. Called Here We Go. And uh, that's now been done 108 times. Excellent. Uh, that's like every single player. Everyone gets one award. Every, you, you get know, an award. It would be you sad if nobody gets an award. So, um, But interestingly, hot on its heels... Um, 107 people have got the top 100. There's one person who's not got into the top 100 of the game now. Oh. We have more than 100 players. We should actually, that's an important piece of FFL news. We passed the 100 mark this year. So. Yay! Uh, but there's, that's one, one poor person who hasn't quite made it there yet. Um, uh, yes, anyway, I was going to go through everyone who's got 10 or more awards and just do a quick name check. All right, go um, on. Uh, so, with 10 awards, we've got Michael, a Sparrow, C. Wells, and. Um, Definitely no relation, but totally a relation, Ben Smith. Um, at 11, we have uh, M. Curtains, uh, Brenda Mann, M84, Paps a Million, and Mike... Uh, no, I would have said oh, Michael, who's got 10. Cool. Um, uh, unsurprisingly, pretty much all these names are people who, who have played the game for a long time. Of course, time and, we, and welcome we, back. We recognise, and uh, well, it's just nice that they the get a little bit more recognition. burgeoning trophy yeah. cabinets. At 12, as you said, me. Excellent. Uh, you know, I would at this point like to point out yet again that I am not playing the game this mm-hmm. year for, for for state and church reasons. Exactly, separation. So of. In, indeed, so because I'm I am the, I'm sure you would have all the awards. I am the only one who works out who's in what, and I've had to deal with who gets qualified as what in the Avengers, which has taken up most of my week. So I made the decision not to play the game, but just for the record, just, want to play this, just because I know that the next person you're going to mention who's got 13 awards is is Mr. Estel, who's uh, FFL team alumni, Mr. Estel, yeah, and also Smeez Me, Smeez Me, which is I think how you how you should pronounce it. Cool, definitely sounds like a uh, Crichton uh, attempt at swearing. Smeez Me, uh, yeah. So well done, uh, you two guys. Uh, Fourteen, Mike Range, Mike, movie Mike. Well done, Mike. Well done, and in 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 no way surprising, with fifteen each, we've got uh, Kevin McDee and Mitch Matthews. Hello, Mitch. Uh, past 
present and future champions of the NFL. <laughs> uh, well done, guys. So, yeah, not, not, not so jealous. So it's safe to say that they're probably the guys who are scoring the weekly yeah. four, the weekly eight, and the weekly 12. Every week. So, right, so this, this is, this is yeah. so just to remind you, you get an award if you score so many Fuffle Bucks in, in a eight, single week. In a single week. And there's 4 million, 8 million, 12 million. But I also see in the list here that someone tripped to the 20 million. Yeah, three people have managed to make 20 million or better in one week, which is pretty, that's pretty now, good. Now, this uh, is going out pre-Avengers. Ah, pre-Avengers, true. So the scoring system, as everyone hopefully knows by now, is kind of a week in delay. So we're recording this on the weekend of the 28th of April. But the week, currently, the Avengers is out. Which is yeah. why it's so quiet around here because everyone's gone to see the Avengers. Oh, um, that's where they are. So next week, that will I'm guessing that's going to come yeah. out number one. But uh... <laughs> but so if you have massively loaded yeah. up your cast, but you can only earn, you can only earn these top end fuffle bucks if you've got top billing people. And of course, the problem we have, or not the problem, just the situation we have. With the Avengers, is that not every, not all of the? You could have six people from the Avengers; they're not all going to be top billing. So you know you're going to struggle. Or are they? Or oh, ooh, oh, ooh, oh, oh. Now I'm panicking slightly. <laughs> I haven't put my Avengers film in yet because I've got just enough time to do it. And now I'm wondering maybe I should because I'm I. Here's okay. Here's a little aside. I've still got the Black Pan, the entire Black Panther cast in a film. So I'm wondering, do I keep them and hope that they will turn up in Avengers, or do I? re-up on them buy them again with some others uh, or do I just drop them entirely and take other people well from... I know we discussed this in a previous oh, podcast that reminds me Josh Brolin yeah Josh Brolin yeah Josh Brolin not James not James Brolin, Brolin Josh Brolin. Brolin on the last yeah. podcast I mentioned Deadpool and I mentioned Avengers Infinity and I said that, that James Brolin's both of James is his dad Josh is the other one Josh Brolin. I I didn't get that many emails about it, which is good. I did get a few, which is great. Thank you. Um, but Josh Brolin. Yeah. Him. You should buy Josh Brolin. If not you're going, James Brolin. You can because he's also quite cool and he's acting a lot. But not but if you want to make money in the episode. My suggestion, and this is the thing they've been going, and this is a what the fuffle sidetrack, which is going to come back, by the way. Um, it's going to come back next week with it the is. Avengers. It has to. It has to. Is you have to, if you're going to buy somebody, buy somebody who's in at least two films. I would like to remind you that Deadpool's coming out. Yep. Then you've got the Avenger. No, sorry. Avengers is coming out. Then you've got Deadpool. Then you've got Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is coming out in the tail end of the summer season. Uh, okay. And in the middle bit, you've also got Jurassic World Lost, something Lost. Kingdom? We should look at that in the trailers. We'll look at that in the trailers, yeah. but that's got Chris Pratt in it, and Chris Pratt's going to be in that. So if you're going to double dip bubble in, available, make sure you try and double bubble it. So if you're going to go for it, make sure if you're going to buy Benedict Cumberbatch as an example, because he's in the Avengers, have a look at what else he's mm. doing in the next six weeks. He might not be the best choice, whereas someone like <sighs> Chris Pratt, this. whilst he may yeah. only be supporting cast in the Avengers, he's obviously yeah. going to be top billing on other things. And Josh. Brolin, Josh Brolin, yep. Josh Brolin, not James Brolin, Josh, Josh Brolin, Brolin, is going to get double bubble because he'll be supporting cast in, he'll be voice 
in Avengers, yes, and he'll be supporting. Which means he'll get not very much, but he'll be supporting. And he'll be supporting, and he's not too expensive. Exactly. So, yes, correction from last week. I'm sorry, my brain just went there. And as soon as I listened to the podcast, I was on Discord and went, Josh oh, no! Brolin, Josh Brolin, not James <laughs> Brolin, Josh Brolin. Sorry. I think we've got that one covered. Thank you. Yeah, so we were talking about how much you can earn in a week. Nobody, nobody has got to the 32 million. This is a platinum level achievement. If you can get this, has uh, anyone won we plat- salute you. There's only two platinums. There's there only two platinums. No one has won the 32 million. The other platinum award is just outright uh, earnings in a single season. So your total for the season. To get the platinum one, the you're so money uh, uh, award. You need yeah, 400 maybe. million. So we are a way off. But I think, given the rate, I can see the top players, including myself, uh, going at the moment. I think we'll see a few people get that one. But actually, I think the single toughest award is 32, 32 mil million a week. in a week. You have to be, you have to basically have, you I need think, two, you work at yeah, the you need, to have, you need top, to have the top billing in, for everyone in one and two. And the UK sides. and the US. Yeah. So, it's for so example, hard. currently at number one in the US and number two is Rampage and A Quiet Place. Yeah. And number one, number two in the UK is A Quiet Place and Rampage. And you would need so you Emily need Blunt and Emily whoever. Blunt and John, John Straczynski and The Rock. Yeah. And I don't think anyone else is top billing in so, that Rampage. So you that you couldn't do it. it. Yeah. And so, this is wow. why it's so tough because you need you films need... with at least two top billing people at number, at number one, one or two number... in both wow. things. And I think you need an extra, like, and a supporting person for one of those films. It's, it's there to be difficult. If someone gets it, there will, we'll probably have an entire podcast. Uh, if so, just, I'll tell you what we'll uh, do. The first, person, awesome the first person to get the 32 million, we will invite on the show. I think that's the least we could do. I think that's the Maybe we bit. get them some, some nice biscuits or something. Oh, yeah. I'm a bit of a fan of biscuits. You know, we should get some for next week. Because okay. you had some a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. Okay. Wait, this week. We'll work on that. We'll okay. work on that. All right. Okay. Um, okay. What about the yeah. secret? What about the secret trophies? Now, okay. So there are there's, there's only a few. We need to do some more work on this and introduce a few more to make it fun. Have but I not put in the ones with the? Not yet. And then the one with the guy with the and the thing. No. And then do you remember the thing? The other one with the and uh, the. And I was going to put the and then the and then the yeah exactly none of that yet. Right. I'll switch them on. Right. So we've only got two. At the moment, um, one of them has been tripped. Has been tripped twice. Excellent. Only the okay. other one that relates to a shall we say bargain in the system uh, has not been won. Nobody no has got it. that one yet. Ooh, so that is uh, which is yeah. I'm looking forward to the day that someone um, spots this particular shall we say anomaly uh, and gets the reward for it. But uh, wow, yeah. cryptic. Mm. Cool. Uh, let's see. Are there any other ones? So, oh, so uh, you do get, uh, as we said right at the beginning, you get an award uh, for your first fantasy film, your second, and your third. The third, if you do three fantasy films or more, you get the trilogy. The trilogy, award. yeah. Uh, only six people have got that far. I'm gonna. <laughs> so only, only six people have basically messed up badly enough that they have to. <laughs> really, I know. No, I'm playing the game very well, well or have messed up. Well, okay. Of those six, yeah, one person has gone further and done the double trilogy. That's Six, six films, films so already. They've, they've they've entered six separate FFL. fancy films. Wow! Yeah. Now they have a way to go to hit the top of the pile there and get the gold one, which is expanded universe. Yes, uh, that requires. <laughs> Don't say more. Don't, more. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, that one is yet to be tripped. Cool. Um, 
I'm just having a very quick scan through. Are there any other ones that have not been won? So we put ones in, uh, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, for Oscars. Yes. There was an Oscar Best Supporting Actor, uh, and we mentioned it at the time. Nobody managed to hit Oscar Best Supporting Actor. I no one got who, Sam Rockwell. No one had Sam in that week, remember, because ah, that's the yes, limitation. Of course. It's week, week eight specific. Or week eight or you're too late. Exactly. And that's that's quite a long time ago. That's like it half is. a game yeah, yeah. away. So, cool. uh, yeah, that's where we stand with the awards. Um, I think maybe next time we should uh, spend a little bit of time talking about the timing and weeks and that stuff. Because we did have some questions on we Discord. We did, on Discord, yes. We did have some on Discord this week. When can I put people in? That, that requir- I think that requires like its whole half hour. Uh, well, I'll, what, what, I'll get some PowerPoints ready. Yeah, okay. Uh, maybe a little interactive video or something. <laughs> it, 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 it does require a certain degree of... Uh, it, it does. And we've had a few questions. And what we'll do is we'll, we'll actually we'll record that on the next podcast. We'll have a chat about it. And then I think maybe we might even do something clever like put it up as a audio on the front page so you can actually just listen that to that That would be bit. fabulous. So we'll probably do that. So, okay. Right. Um, shall we move on? Yes. While we are on the subject of what's going on in the box office, obviously we are we are bracing ourselves for the inevitable Avengers dichotomy. Cataclysm. Well, I mean, it's just, I'm looking it through, it is the biggest cast we've got inside the film. We mentioned it's this last... Mind-boggling. It's, it's, just scary. So yeah, that's that's going to come through. That's going to just blow everything out of the water. But I just wanted to point out a couple of things that I found very funny because obviously I do the scores. I do the scores as regularly as possible. D- destroyed laptops notwithstanding. But currently, number one in the US is Rampage. Number two is A Quiet Place. Mm. And number one in the UK is A Quiet Place. And number two is Rampage. And I just found it very funny that in one place it's nothing but dun 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 skyscraper. And in the next cinema screen, it's like. Nothing. Apparently, I was reading something that people were having great difficulty dealing with The Quiet Place because there's virtually... It's obviously a very, very quiet movie. The entire point... Incredibly quiet. If you haven't heard about A Quiet Place, effectively, it's about a family. Aliens have landed, but they're triggered by noise. If you make any noise, they basically jump on you and then kill you you horribly. You make noise, you die. Exactly. So it's obviously... There's very little dialogue in it. It's very, very quiet and, and it's very suspenseful. But apparently people were having difficulty eating popcorn. I saw one thing on Twitter. The guy goes, literally, I goes, I've got, I've had four bits of popcorn. Because you wait for the music and then you kind of go, music, quick. Whereas Rampage is kind of going, explosions. And you could be like, what you like. You could, be, you could spit roast a hog. You could, yeah, you could be, you could be, you, know, you could be just, you know, flame grilling something. And no one would notice like, Rampage, 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 Rampage. Next. Meanwhile, 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 next door. Next door, someone's trying to open their, their packet. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no, but, but, I can't make it quiet so, enough so everyone's suddenly very you know conscious of the fact that the are <laughs> no, you have to let the popcorn dissolve in your mouth so you were saying earlier on the only thing you bring is marshmallows and just let yes. them just slowly dissolve in your mouth you just, just don't eat just don't eat people yeah, if you really really want to eat an entire bucket of popcorn then just go and say rampage rampage and you'll be fine but it just it, it struck yeah. me as funny that that a very loud, loud film was right next to a very, very quiet film. And they're both doing extremely well. And yes. it's good because I just wanted to just point this out because A, neither of them are sequels. Yay! One of them's got the rock in it. Yay! And the other one is a genuinely suspenseful 
Yeah, horror movie. I don't know whether Suspense, you call it a horror movie, thr- sci-fi, thing. thriller, whatever. Yeah. But it's it's a very interesting, intelligent, film. intelligent, suspenseful. Film. I think exactly. is the word. Yeah, right. and I I just think it's good. And I haven't managed to see either of them. I'm not going to get to see Rampage. Um, a Quiet Place probably would freak me out too much because I'm not a fan of that kind of stuff. <laughs> but they're they're not films that I would go and see. But it's good that they're there. Obviously, yes. And next they're doing week, well. Next week is going to be by Thor's hammer. <laughs> And then everything gets squished. But um, right now, it's just a thing. And then I've noticed this as well, and we'll talk about this more on the trailers in, in two weeks' time, is that June is very quiet. Yes. And not like, not like, don't make any noise, it will come in and kill you. <laughs> um, it's just there's not very many films out. Yeah, um, I noticed. Because there it's were been, many. May has been just like, and the July's a bit, as well. But there's, very, there's, a, there's only a there's handful a, coming out. A breather. Well, I mean, we, we, we're going to get Jurassic World. But that's basically it. Anyway, I just wanted to point it out. It just, okay. it just caught me in the box it. office on, we on might, doing it. Our podcast uh, on the trailers might be a bit short then. Possibly. But you were, you were going to say something about box office stuff? Oh, yeah. So um, while you were having laptop troubles, I had yes. to go in and uh, do some scores for a week. Yes, thank you for that. And uh, I noticed something really interesting. So... Um, uh, you know that film that came out at the beginning of the year that's been really, really well in the box office, just like being there week after week after week, you know, um, really successful? The the one with Hugh Jackman? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Um, Made loads of money. The Greatest Showman. Yeah, the yeah, greatest yeah. Showman. No, not that film. Ha ha, you fell into my trap. There's actually a film that's been out just as long and made way more money, but no one's talking about it. Because everyone's going, The Greatest Showman, it's a phenomenon, it's amazing. It did really, it got critically slammed. Yeah. Because everyone went, it's really stupid. And then it just hung around for years. and has done pretty well. Is there another Hugh Jackman film that's been out? No. Jumanji. Let's go and have a look at the figures. So both of the films have been around since the beginning of the year. They've been like out for like 18, well, as we well, record, Jumanji, about 18 weeks. Jumanji came out in 2017. I know. And it came then, out the same day as, it came out, Right think, at the end of the year, right? right yeah, yeah, but I in, think in it came out in the same week as Star Wars. And everyone just went, ha, <laughs> stupid. But it was like number two, obviously. Yeah, and it had serious legs. Now, in the UK, um, I think it's about... Um, I should have looked these figures up before I started talking. But um, Jumanji's made about $50 million uh, in the UK alone. And The Great Showman's made about $60 million. And okay. they've both been around for about the same period of time. So, so The Great, uh, the Great Showman, Showman has done better, but only by a so, bit. But in the US... Well, Jumanji's box office takings worldwide have been $956 million off a budget of... Somewhere around the hundred million mark. So that's a massive that's markup a budget. Lot of to, money. That's like eightfold and that's, increase. And, in, and right? that's only just dropped out of the box office. Yeah, because the Greatest Showman is still in the UK box office. It's gone yeah. out of the US, but it's still hanging around. It's in actually the UK. back into the top ten again, isn't it? It is. Yes, yeah, it's come back crazy. in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the US, I think it uh, domestically, Jumanji made about three times what the uh, what the Greatest Showman made. The Greatest Showman at, at this time, the Greatest Showman has made four hundred and twenty-seven. Exactly so half the money, half. And yet, all I hear about is like, I guess maybe because it's still in the top ten, where Jumanji's now yeah. just fallen out, and it was in like the twenty wow. thirty position. But it really surprised me because there was a lot of talk about oh, the Greatest Showman, what a phenomenon. And maybe it's because it's a musical, and people want to like talk up musicals, and it's interesting. Also, it didn't. Yeah, it. it it's a musical. It didn't get great reviews. Um, and then it did well. And then it did yeah. well in spite of that. Whereas Jumanji, everyone went, it's got the rock in it. Yeah. And explosions. 
But I'm surprised it had the same kind of length. So if you've bought The Rock, if you bought The Rock on January 1st, he's only just stopped <laughs> making you money. And, and no, then I Rampage think, has turned up. Uh, I think there was a period, I think it wasn't in the top 10, right? So this, and this is the difference between the FFL and the real world. In the FFL, you're only going to get money for ah, right. films that so are in the top 10. So, but it was still on release. It was, it was still, still on release. It was still I ticking see. away, I making see. money, making money, making money. But maybe in like in the 11 to 20 Right. Range, which okay. would fall out. So yeah, from an FFL point of view, no, you wouldn't have. Right. But if you'd have bought me at the beginning of the year, and you're, you know, as we talked about in the awards, most people haven't put out sequels yet. Um, you're about to get a shot in the arm yeah, for Rampage. Yeah, you're not. You're still not going to do a sequel because why would you? Because here he comes. Here he comes. Dom, 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 dom. No, no. Next door. That's next yeah. door. Screen, screen one explosions. Screen two. So, I think we might be seeing... Would you think maybe we'll see Jumanji as one of the top grossing films of the year with that kind of money? I mean, I'm trying to think, because we, 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 um, at, the, at, the, at the end of each year, we sort of... Ram, uh, we, we yeah, look again. well... It, it, it's in see, with a shot, right? It's in with a shot. It's it's going to be outperformed. It's been outperformed by Black Panther already, because mm. that, that crossed yeah, but, a billion. <laughs> Black Panther's outperforming just about everything. Yeah, so. which, which in turn, Black Panther will probably be outperformed by Avengers. Mm. And then you've also got uh, Jurassic World. So yeah, I I think it's possible Jumanji will be in the top five, top ten, top ten. I think two thousand eighteen, yeah. even though it was released. And in I don't think I certainly but then didn't I think see that, that coming. Star Wars Episode Eight might also be or in there the as well. Solo. And the Han Solo will be in there as well. So yeah, there's, yeah. It, yeah, it'll be. I think Star but Wars I, and Jumanji have both crossed over. I was from genuinely the surprised to yeah. see Jumanji there. I think it's no, done far better than. Uh, anyone was expecting and if you think on that markup of budget uh, earnings on a film of that scale nine to one. it's a 900 so I think return. I hope I hope the cast uh, that this sort of gives them a I mean not like uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson needs any help in his career because it's like stellar but it would be nice to see that give a leg up to the rest of the well, cast well Karen Gillan's going to turn up in Avengers of course, yeah. Actually, she's doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, none of them, none of them I need any help really. Do they? They're all doing well. But really it's well. no, it's it's yeah. it's a good check though. Yeah. Anyway, I just I just interested and thought I would bring it to the attention of players. It's been the holidays here, so I've had to go to the cinema several times in Little B, ah. which means that my usual weapon of choice, as in explosions, shouty things, skyscrapers dissolving. It's not really a thing. I've, I've had to go and see kids' movies. Mm. And I've had to go and see two of them in the last two weeks. And I'd like to talk about two of them because they both have interesting yet flaws to talk about. Okay. First off is Duck, Duck, Goose. Yeah, I've heard of this. And so, yet I know almost nothing exact, about it's it. It's had a really soft release. So it's been very heavily... From the studio that brought you this, and the studio that brought you Shrek. Shrek. So it's DreamWorks. Do you like X? Then it's, this is yeah. something like so X. So it's a, it's a DreamWorks co-production, and it's an animation house that is in China, and I think it's their first international release, and it's a CGI cartoon about a goose who is injured and is unable to fly south because he's a bit of an arrogant goose. And he <laughs> picks up two duck, duckling chick, ducklings, ducklings, chicks, ducklings, ducklings um, on his way south. Hence, duck, and duck, they have goose. they have an adventure. Right. This sounds like a story that was worked backwards from the title. A yes. Bit. 
So, there's no one of note in it. At all. Well, voice-wise, the only people I recognised were Stephen Fry, which obviously, as you can imagine, wasn't particularly good for me. And then Craig Craig Ferguson, who I really like, Craig right. Ferguson. Okay. But yeah. they turn up as a pair of an heavily implied cranes who are together. But obviously, I'm not suggesting that they'd have any kind of immoral relationship because, you know, that would be immoral and terrible if it's coming from China. So, yeah. Um... It's <laughs> if it's bad, just say it's bad. no. It's not bad. It's just not good. It doesn't. It, it the animation. It's not Doug Doug good. The animation's good. The story is okay. The characters are forgettable. It is. It's soulless. Is all I can say. It it looks like someone has reverse engineered a Pixar film <laughs> and has gone right we can right. do that okay. and it didn't work it's not yeah. some of its parts it's not a very good film it hasn't got great reviews it hasn't it doesn't have any pull to it right like if the if the main goose was the the the, the role of the goose should have been voiced by Andy Samberg right have you seen Stork Storks. No. See, I see. I was my kids. Your kids are there now. Where they're, the, they're, they're the, voice, the voice should have been voiced by somebody who you would recognise. It should yeah. have been Ryan Reynolds. It should right. have been for pull. Should have been Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, best goose joke. All right, you know what? No, I'm done. I'm finished now. That's it. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> and they could have called it Duck Duck Gosling. Uh, oh, he's he's actually gone. Birch. Birch, come back. We're doing a podcast. Okay, I'm back. Right. The second film. That, that's, that's not how we do the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. I, was, I, I didn't want to talk anymore about the film. I made an inadvertent, amazingly good joke. Mike drop left. Next is Peter Rabbit. Mm. I had to go and see. Yeah. Mm. Now, exactly that. From seeing the trailer, I was like, hmm. Mm. I had to go and see Peter Rabbit. Uh, Peter Rabbit is approximately 12.3 times better than I thought it was going to be. (laughs) But how good did you think it was going to be? Okay. I thought it was going to be absolute tosh. Garbage. Uh, Poppycock. Rubbish. Shizzle. (laughs) I thought it was going to be very bad. And I thought it was going to be bad for a couple of reasons. One, I was never really big into the Peter Rabbit books as a child anyway because right. they're a little bit too for Three. me secondly uh, strap in secondly James Corden right James Corden bugs me and we're going to talk a bit more about this later on but James Corden bugs me now I've met him I've genuinely met the man Goodness. and he's nice he's fine he's a yeah. perfectly normal person but he bugs me his See, his delivery I've met a close relative of his but not him in person <laughs> You, his, you've one up to me. His his delivery, his cadence, his voice, his accent, his attitude—just he he didn't work as Peter Rabbit. They should yeah. have got someone else in to do it. My advice would have been James McAvoy, but Cockney James McAvoy, not Scottish James McAvoy. Okay, and not bald James McAvoy. Different thing. So it would have been not posh, more, bald more Professor Ma- X James McAvoy, man of the people, but 
Uh, yes. Man uh, of the People, James Man. Man of the People, James Man. Not Scottish, James. Anyway, okay. they should have got someone else who's a bit better. So he was a little bit miscast at that. And as a result, I went in going, oh my God, it's going to be terrible. But yes. the actual film was very good. Rose Byrne's in it as a hippy-dippy Ooh. artist. And in real, in, as, in as real, real life. life. As right. a real life, okay. yeah. Uh, Domhnall Gleeson's in yes. it as... As a evil well, uh, starship uh, captain. As the person. emperor of the... Fir- yeah, no, as as the the antagonist... The guy they're trying to wind the up. The bad guy, but not yeah, in yeah. a not in a in a. In he's a not bad. Fascist. He's uniform. not a bad guy. He just disagrees with James Corden, and therefore I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he should have shot the rabbit. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. Anyway, <laughs> um, it has some phenomenal bits in it. It has some slapstick moments in it. It also got into trouble because there was a a bit in it where they teasing with or or, or, or toying with someone's. Time with some allergy. allergies, yeah. and and obviously there was a big thing about that. But and they the still studio released an actual genuine apology. Well, better than that, they actually cut something into the film, which made me laugh out loud. So at one point, the character in question mentions they have a blackberry allergy, and Peter Rabbit goes, oh, "Blackberry allergy? Oh, that's really stupid!" And then breaks the fourth wall and go. Obviously, all allergies are seriously. We don't want to, we don't want to get any letters about this. And then later, they still oh, wow. <laughs> later they still obviously you know throw blackberries at this person. Yeah. At which point, the next thing that happens is an epipen is deployed. The person then rises back up again, and the lion goes, "Oh my god, I think he's a sorcerer." Um, and it's really it's genuinely funny. There are some very funny lines in it. There's a point where they electrify the door handle. And they do the thing where someone just gets thrown across, across the, room. the room. And they do that about four times. And it gets funnier every single time. There's also a rake sequence that reminded me of the bit in The Simpsons with Sideshow Bob stepping onto oh, the rake. Yeah. And, and, like, and another one. And another one. Um, yep. Which was also very funny. But it was a very... It's it's fun. It. I mean, I wouldn't go and see it deliberately. I got dragged to right. see it, obviously, by a five-year-old child. Um, however, if I had to choose between Duck, Duck, Goose... And Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit was by far a funnier film. Interesting. Um, to the point where it, it, I haven't seen Paddington Two yet, because I just it missed me passing by. But I think they've they've taken that kind of slightly surreal. These people are serious actors, and we've paid them a lot of money, and they're doing it straight. Yes. Um, Sam Neill is in it briefly, <laughs> but Sam Neill is in. I, I sat there kind yeah, of. Went, yeah. Is that Sam Neill? And then, and then Mrs. B points out that he sounds funny with a Northern Irish accent. Mm-hmm. And then I point out that Sam Neill is actually Northern Irish. And every time you've seen Sam Neill doing an accent, it's not his normal accent because he's Northern Irish, which blew her mind. And now, with a look at the look that you're giving me, what? you just got. I thought he was Russian. Give me your ping, Bushilly. One ping only. No, none of that. He's not. Anyway, so it's actually really good. It's good fun. Domhnall Gleeson's. Is is just the right amount of douche. Can we say douche? Yeah. Is just the right the right amount of douche to get away with this. Rose Burns hilarious as normal. And um yeah, the only thing that annoyed me was James Corden. Yeah. I need to take a breather so I can now talk more about James Corden. Ready? Okay. <gasps> I don't want to seem like I'm having a go at James Corden, because this is not what this is about. This isn't the hate filled, vitriolic and another thing podcast, which I'm sure if you type those words into, into your <laughs> search engine, you'll find something. But it, it came to the point was the reason I didn't want to go and see Peter Rabbit is because James Corden was in the, right. was the voice and in it. And it just irked me. Now I've talked, yeah. I've talked before about the fact that 
Johnny Depp is the same thing for me. If I see Johnny Depp, it will instantly diminish my desire to go and see a film. He's um, not a draw for you. Indeed. But then I started thinking about films that I really liked, except mm. one person turns up and just goes, oh, and you go, oh, oh, no, I was really enjoying it. And again, James, and this last time I'm going to mention James Corden now. I promise I won't mention him next week or anything like that. Nothing, it won't come up. But he did the same thing in a film called Begin Again, which is one of my classic goes nowhere, does, does nothing, nothing films. Yeah. And it's a really, really good gentle nice film where nothing happens with mark ruffalo in it in his in his avenger day off and kieran knightley and it's about musicians and stuff and it's nice and james corden is the supportive flatmate in it right and you kind of went oh is he just really is this is he just a bit too much he's just it just kind of went oh you could have just got you could have literally got anyone else and I would have been fine with it. But he's just, I was really Is it enjoying because it. he's like, hello, hello, I'm James Corden. Hi, I'm James Corden and a ridiculous right. James Corden cameo. And you go, oh, do one. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best I can do. Well, I suppose I wouldn't swear anymore. Although we still yeah. have the E though, I can definitely say. Other people who annoyed me. Um, so I then started thinking about films that, again, I really enjoyed. And suddenly... Someone turns up and you just go, ah, oh, no. Right? Right. So, a, a not great example, but a film, a person who turned up in a film that made me just go, yeah, has got to be the classic, the, the origin story for this is Keanu Reeves in Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's a few years ago. It's a long time ago, but Keanu Reeves, before he was, you know, Neo in the Matrix and after he was ted yeah they're doing in, they're in doing the a bill and ted three they're yes. doing the remake yes Whoa. our ffl um, twitter followers know all about this i know um of course they are Whoa. We, we talked about this he's gone into the garage he's dug he's, through he's the floor the he's pulled, pulled the up bill the... and ted three script out yeah. it's like you're right he's, you know, it's time anyway they do. anyway so in bram Stoker's dracula everyone's taking it very seriously and it's it's theatre, darling, and Anthony Hopkins is there. Gary Oldman, future Oscar winner. We, own, we even Winona Ryder is doing it, and then he just goes, uh, "Hello, I'm Jonathan Harker." Whoa! No, no your, your accent is better, better. than his exactly, accent. Exactly. Yeah, I, can, I can't do a bad one. I'm voice, but he's just like, "Whoa, vampire dudes!" Um, and it just it just pulled me out. It of is it. the wilderness years for Keanu. It is. Right? It is. But it's it's. It's the only reason I wouldn't kind of go, oh, I'm going to, that's a cracking film. I'm going to put it back on again. And you kind of go, it's a cracking film, but you have to get through the first 20 minutes with Deanna Reeves. <laughs> and then, honestly, it's really good after that. Then I was thinking yeah. about other other films that have basically, someone's turned up and you've just gone, and Mrs. B absolutely nailed this one this morning when I was mentioning it to her. She, she just, she just, boom. Stardust. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. film. Yep. Yeah. A rare example of a film that's better than the book. Mm. The book kind of goes at the end and Stardust kind of moves on a bit. Great. Mark Strong's in it with long hair as yes. the bad guy. Really good. Claire Love Danes Mark. in it as glowing. Michelle Pfeiffer's in it as, as a confusingly attractive witch. And everything's going great. Robert De Niro turns up in drag. And as I'm, a pirate. And I'm, as a pirate in drag. <laughs> and I'm still loving it. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, out yeah, of nowhere, yeah, 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 yeah. Ricky Gervais turns up. <laughs> Hello, Ricky Gervais. And you go, ah. Oh. Does he? Yeah. He's the guy, the trader guy that they buy the lightning oh, bottle. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I'd completely kind of whitewashed him out yeah, of my memory of being I in that film. Blanket. And Mrs. B did it to me this morning. She went, oh, Ricky Gervais and starts. And I was like, oh. Oh. Yeah. So 
great film, but just that one thing just dragged you just need it to down edit that scene. Out. I, honestly, I think yeah. if you if I could, and I probably actually I can, if I could, I just I just remove him, and then it would be fine. But it's a really really good film. That's when directors that would be a director's cut where the cut is better. It's just literally a cut. Yeah. But and, and it's and again. It's it's is me being me and me just having a dislike from. But generally, comedians turning up in a cameo in a non is is just a bit. I think it's when, it's when you've got anyone. I think when who have like a larger than life persona or their 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 persona is their their is them right, the, yeah. or what it, you know is is their shtick. Yes, right. I think and then so then then they're not acting the role they're just, they're just turning being up themselves in a different costume and saying some words indeed yeah. and that it bugs me yeah so anyway it's got an out of context yeah uh, the, the one that sprung to mind for me um which isn't quite it, it's not as strong as any of your suggestions which are really good <laughs> um, but the one that kind of gets me a little bit was um leonardo dicaprio in inception what's wrong with leonardo DiCaprio in inception nothing that's apart crack- from i just that's a cracking film he just doesn't look old enough to have kids <laughs> You know, he's got a young face. I just don't. No, that's really I just good. don't buy him as a dad. He's just not got a dad vibe at all. No, that's a really good shout right? because the kids would be like ten years old, assuming that they're the kids at the end. And they get me started. But, the, whole but thing. the thing is, when Leonardo DiCaprio's sixty, he's only going to look, look twenty-five, right? Because <laughs> he's well, got not, a painting in the not, attic somewhere, right? <laughs> that's not his fault, though. <laughs> no, it's great. I mean. Good genes, dude. Exactly. He's in the Keanu, talking of Keanu Reeves. He's got the same thing as Keanu Reeves. I mean, Keanu Reeves is like 50? Keanu Reeves is over 50, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, is... and looks great. Looks and, than and, I, yeah. and, and Leonardo, you know, when I'm, you know, when I'm in my 60s, Leonardo DiCaprio is going to be laughing at me going, you old, decrepit, and he'll look great. But the downside of that is, is when he's in a role where you've got to believe him as a father, it's like, nope. So it nope. was just it just looked you do not look like the, you do not look like a person who has gone through multiple years worth of sleep deprivation, <laughs> sir. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know where I'm coming from. Yeah. Not quite the same thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then. Okay. okay. But that was that was the first thing that popped into my mind. I'll see your Leonardo DiCaprio okay. in Inception. Yep. And I'll raise you. And I'll. Uh, uh, <laughs> and I'll raise you, Stephen Fry. Okay. Especially in Sherlock Holmes, we turned up as the older brother, as Mycroft. We- oh. Second one. Oh, the Robert Downey Jr. Yes. Sorry, I, I think of sorry. Dominic I'm sorry, yes. or... Benedict Cumberbatch. No, no, sorry. Benedict, Robert Downey Dominic. Jr. I the guy Richie. Yeah, the Guy Ritchie Holmes. The Guy not Ritchie the Holmes. Not the BBC Holmes not- and not the elementary Holmes. No. Both sorry. of which are great. Yeah. And the Robert Downey Jr., which is also good. Okay. He was Mycroft. Yeah, he was Mycroft. See, again, but again, I'm he turned really off, he turned good up at briefly. washing out yeah. people who I you don't are, like. I this is I why I really get... struggle to think of people nah. who I don't like. Because when I see them, my brain goes, No, that bit sucks. Just forget about Just, it. You were never here. Something about that sleep deprivation, I think. Uh, maybe it's the time when I watched them. Anyway. But yeah, so yeah. that's another one. So I tell you what, not, specific, not like... specifically in that Sherlock Holmes film, but generally in everything. But now I'm moving into darker territory where I go, and another thing! Well, hang on. Before we move off of Stephen Fry, and not to rag on him too much, but um, in the Hobbit films, which I know you couldn't care less about. I've only seen he the turns first up in He turns up in one of them, and he is a bit like, hang, hang, here's Stephen Fry. Um, and, 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 and just take and, and take, leaves and takes you out of them. That's what it yeah. is. It's when and they take the you it's, out of and, the movie, and that's and that's kind of yeah. that's 
that's a very elegant way of putting the incredibly inelegant point that I'm putting across is that somebody turns up when you go, oh, it's not Robert De Niro. It's not Al Pacino. It's, it's, it's that guy. And it's only ever, it's him rather than him playing a character, as you just said. Yeah. So yes, it's someone who just kind of goes, stop the film, stop the film. Okay, you're going to carry on now. And, and that's, and I think that's yeah. it. And that's what I have a little, a little aside on The Hobbit for a second. Uh, Mr. Estel posted a link, which we've retweeted on our Twitter, of a really awesome analysis of why The Hobbit films are so much worse than The Lord of the Rings films. They're quite long. There's three parts of them. Very apt for a very long, overly long set of movies. But uh, I would, if you've got a bit of time and you want to laugh, it's a, it's a very good uh, taking apart of The Hobbit and um, all the mistakes that were made uh, and why they they are, uh, and I, I tend to agree, far inferior to the Lord of the Rings films. It has somebody out there done a cut and taken the three Hobbit films and taken it down to a single, like a, like a I don't know, but, film. but you'd it hope does strike that... me that someone's gone right. I reckon we can yeah. chop this down to like a, a tight two hours. Yeah. Anyway, we have gone way off piece. Let's bring it back to people who ruin films by being. In the... <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> I overstayed a little bit there. <laughs> People but, miscast or out of place in a film, right? Yeah. Have we got any more? Are we uh, are we are we tapped out? I think maybe we should get the listeners to to write into us yeah, and tell I, pe- I, people who I people think, who are honkingly out of place in their movies. And again, it's not people who are carrying movies. I mean, like otherwise, I would currently be shouting about Russell Brand a lot right. because he turns up in films and I will actively avoid them. But it's okay, somebody, yeah, so, so my Leonardo DiCaprio is not a great example. No, no, no. I mean, it's it, it, that's it's a, the, that's a question of being mis, yeah. it's miscast. Right. But this is somebody who just turns up and makes you go, for example, for me, you always know a bad film if Rob Schneider turns up in it. But typically, <laughs> it's because it's an Adam Sandler film, which obviously is an example of it being a bad film anyway. And, and I wondered why Adam Sandler hadn't come up so Because far. he doesn't turn up in cameos. He doesn't, yeah. turn, he doesn't turn up as a little, as a kind of a throw. Usually, it's yeah. the... It's the Welcome to the film. It stars this guy and this guy and her and that bloke and that guy, I think. And that guy. And you go, oh, that guy. Okay, then. Oh, oh, sounds quite serious. How do you feel about Stan Lee? I feel that Stan Lee has, has arguably earned a place in the films that he's in. And I think that it's now become such a thing for him to be in them that the first one he's not in everyone's going to go where's, oh, where's Stan Lee gone so I think he has to be in them and I think it's okay if he turned up and just went oh, then yeah he'd be okay but he usually gets folded into the films in a way yeah. that is that Pretty, is self-referent yeah. self-referent to some degrees but also just generally quite I do feel funny it's I do feel sometimes it's a little bit of a speed bump. It's like, the, oh, oh yeah, it's Stanley, and it does just oh, take you out oh, a little yeah. bit. But yeah. yeah, it's usually done. It's but it's quick. I it's think, sharp. And, it's funny, and they move on. And I think that's the thing. Now, if if the cameo that had to be done every time was somebody that I I had a disliking to, then yes, that would now cross into the oh my so, god. So we've, we've totally got to so, hope that uh, Johnny Depp doesn't create some expanded universe of uh, franchise. Otherwise, and you just could be pop up every now and yeah, again. But yeah, annoying. but I think if you if you had a very strong opinion of and there are some people who there are some people who would think that Stan Lee does not necessarily deserve all of the creative credit that he is 
afforded. Yeah. There are people who think that maybe other people he stood upon the shoulders of giants, shall we say? I'm not even going to get into this now because that's, yeah. that's that's that's, that's a whole separate. That thing. is level six nerd right there. But if someone feels that strongly about it, this is the kind of person who, whilst watching a Marvel film, would just go, "Oh bloody hell, it's Stanley," yeah. and then move on. However, I will maintain that one of the funniest ones that Stanley turns up to is when he tries to outdrink Thor with his magic whiskey and he gets <laughs> and gets carried out of the party going yeah. going Excelsior that made me laugh out loud I genuinely I laughed out loud and I was in company and I just went Wah! that was so I, he'll have to go a long way he's got a lot in the bank from that one appearance to to, to go the other way on that but yeah. you know we, we shall see but yes I would like to some examples because I'm sure there are a lot more examples out there of someone just rocking up not necessarily as a cameo, not necessarily as a as a nodding wink to the audience. Even if somebody who just has a very minor role in the film that just pulled you out of it and just went, oh, God. So let us know on Discord, on Twitter. Again, I'm not looking to throw shade upon anyone. Apparently that's what the kids say nowadays. Um, oh. Just, I just wanted to do that. So basically, that was all I wanted to cover. I just wanted to... And you feel yeah. better now. I do, I do. Right. Just one last thing. Yeah. Sam Neill. Yeah. Northern Irish. <laughs> so that is it I am no way. frankly so I was just like slightly keyed up no stop otherwise <laughs> otherwise we're good. last time this happened we completely derailed a podcast recording by everyone just going whoa, whoa he's not coming back um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, not back there. Right, oh that's right. it. Now, done. I have to go because I have a massive Avengers day planned because I'm going to go and see... I haven't seen Black Panther... I haven't seen Black Panther yet. So I'm going to go and watch Black Panther. Then I'm going to go and watch Avengers. Ah, so, right. uh, yeah, I feel like I've been strapped to a chair with my eyes peeled open. And <laughs> good so, yeah, I'm going to be like... Stanley I'm going to be times. just like... Well, hopefully <laughs> twice. Yeah. But I'm just going to be like... At the end of it. So, yeah, I need to make a move. But that is it. I mean, uh, to remind you, if you want to get hold of us, we're on Discord. Uh, You can get hold of me specifically at Mr. Birch FFL. Or you can get hold of... All of us. Mainly you on The The FFL. FFL. Uh, if you have any suggestions for cast editions, if you feel that we've missed somebody, if you want to complain about the fact that you think someone should be top billing in the Avengers and they're not, then you can find me on Discord. Um, it's gone on all week, but you can find me on Discord, have a chat. If there's something you want to add into the system, let me know. You can email me at mrbirch at fantasyfilmleague.com. We are going to shut down the Facebook page because we're no longer really there anymore. So please switch over to Discord and we'll be back in two weeks time or thereabouts or thereabouts with Treaders right nice anything done yeah I think we're done right Avengers assemble assemble